Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 2, looking at verses 22 through 24, read from the New Living Translation. According to the Life Application Study Bible, I'm giving the introduction from them again today, the coming of the Messiah, the miracles, and the events described by Joel were all well-established concepts to these people of Israel, and meaning to the Jews. Now all that remained was for Peter to connect these events to Jesus of Nazareth, the teacher many of them had heard and seen, the teacher who had been crucified. So let's listen to Acts chapter 2, verses 22 through 24, read from the New Living Translation. People of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. But God knew what would happen, and his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. When, with the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to a cross and killed him. But God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life, but death could not keep him in its grips. Again, that's Acts chapter 2, verses 22 through 24, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcast. Y'all be blessed. That again was Acts chapter 2, verses 22 through 24, read from the New Living Translation. Peter is still speaking to the crowd. He's still um, giving them the what Jesus told him to do preach the word preach it to the uh, whole world and he's starting at Jerusalem which is what the uh, master told him to do to them to do he's the spokesman he tells the men of Israel hear these words he wanted people to pay attention he spoke as if he had something to say and sometimes we have teachers who fail to do that just talk and don't have anything to say but he had a message that God had commissioned that Jesus had commissioned them to do to go and preach the gospel and he says as you yourselves also know so Peter referred to what people with the people who were there who were pious and zealous and um, knew the word They already knew about Jesus. They were there. They saw his works. They already knew about his life and miraculous works. Uh, Peter emphasized that uh, Jesus' character and his works 
were often openly demonstrated and widely known to his audience. And he says, uh, God was not, and I'm saying, well, I said that, God was not taken aback by the events leading to the crucifixion of the Messiah. Jesus was delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. So it wasn't something that just happened and God was wringing his hands and didn't know what was going on. This was his, the, the, uh, that was his plan. Peter knew that Jesus' death was in the plan of God. At the same time, those who rejected him and called for his execution were responsible for the actions of their lawless hands. The lawless Gentiles that would be the Romans, had been involved, but they were merely helping and fulfilling God's, uh, the prophecies. Peter did not flinch in saying, you crucified this man of God. You crucified your Messiah. You crucified the man God sent to save you. His uh, first concern was not to please his audience, but to tell them the truth. And sometimes we fall short. We sugarcoat things, but he was point, point blank. You did this. The spirit-filled Peter was different than the Peter who, a few months before, denied even knowing Christ. And um, he said it was not possible for the grave to hold him. It was not possible that Jesus would remain a victim of the sin and hatred of man. He would certainly triumph over it, and he did. Having loosed the pains of death, and uh, the commentary says that pains is actually the word for birth pains. And in this sense, the tomb was as a womb for Christ, for Jesus. So think about that. And one commentary says that just like a pregnant woman can't keep a baby from being born, so the grave could not keep Jesus in it. Peter phrased it appropriately. Death could not keep him in its grips. The murdered Messiah had not stayed dead. God raised him back to life again. And many people could testify having seen the risen Savior, the risen Christ. This was a powerful statement because many of these people listening to Peter's words had been in Jerusalem 50 days earlier at Passover and may have seen or heard about the crucifixion of this great teacher. Jesus's resurrection was the ultimate sign about uh, proving who he was, the ultimate sign that he was who he said he was. Without the resurrection, no one would have any reason to believe in Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that death could not hold our Savior in its grips. We thank you for the wording and for the picture that uh, the pains of death is like birth pains and that the tomb was a womb for Christ. And that's an awesome picture. 
We thank you, Father, because we know that in when the last trump sounds, the dead in Christ will rise first. And we thank you for even that picture. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, praying for those who are mourning. We uh, have a friend that we're uh, going to the service for their, his celebration of life tomorrow. And we had one today for a 97-year-old friend of ours and church member. So we're praying for those families as they deal with their grief and their mourning. Strengthen their hearts, comfort their hearts as only you can. Praying for those who need you for whatever other special needs they have. They know what their needs are and they can articulate them better than I can. And we know that that, um, you do hear and you do answer. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.